Welcome, everybody, to our second edition of TBT. Uh, today, uh, we'll be discussing um, White Women Part 2, which is a very underappreciated uh, <laughs> episode of our uh, first season. I guess, you know, uh, we, we wanted to talk about White Women so long that it ended up being like a four-hour show, and we had to split them in two. Uh, and so many of you just did not you know, go but to the I, second I, part. I have theories about that, though, because interestingly enough, when we did our initial drop, it was um, easily in our top three for White Women won. White Women won was, was actually one of the top downloaded episodes for about a week or two. And then it started slowly dropping down in now the rankings. Now it's running about seventh, so it's, a, it's about the least watched first season full episode. Yeah, and, and and the thing about analytics is that I realize analytics are kind of a drug too. Oh yeah. Yeah, because oh, I would sit there and like literally refresh in between downloads. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to figure out one who these people are, what they're thinking, but I, I have yeah, a couple theories. What the fuck is wrong with you listening to us? Well, I, I have a couple theories if you want to hear. Okay, but let, let's uh Gaius is here. Hello. Diane's here. Okay. Uh, Juanch de Medellin. And Rob is back with us. Uh, if you don't know him, it's because you didn't listen to the uh, Biden and Bernie podcast, which you should really fucking do because it's 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 great. Um, but anyway, so um, in White Women Two, which you should really give a listen to, um, we talked about culture vulturing. Mm. It's one of them um, at the time before cancellation became the biggest thing since sliced bread, culture vulturing was the cachet uh, uh, term, the cachet thing to call people out on uh, is making money off of someone else's culture or whatever. We finally went at uh, the white kids uh, in the South who did pimps and hose parties. We finally went after people dressing up as Mexican banditos on Halloween uh, we finally went after all those white women wearing Asian clothing all the time. And Native uh, American headdresses at festivals. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. At Coachella. Yeah. Let's, not festivals. Coachella. <laughs> and so uh, we were finally going after all that stuff. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah. So we, we talked about in that episode, we talked about um, Miley Cyrus. We talked about Iggy Azalea adopting a uh, southern urban uh, uh, slang, even though she's from, like, the Gold Coast in Australia. Um, and then we talked about uh, Miley Cyrus binging with, uh, not twerking with no ass. And uh, update. Uh, what's the update on Miley on, on that one? Uh, she's also culture-vultured sexuality as well now, too. Right, oh, but, she, but is she... Is she playing she, at being a lesbian she, now? But when asked about her, about that phase, about yeah. that album, what'd she say? Oh, yeah. So the first part of that was her, like, completely stepping away from her being totally hip-hop adjacent for an entire album and then coming out with a new album and then being like, oh, well, yeah, that was just like a... Basically, she said it was like a dark time in her life. A and dark then, yeah. <laughs> time. And basically, like, I mean, not taking her name off of it, but like, you know, that's not really where, uh, you know, I'm going, and yeah. just, just basically burying it yeah. in her in her catalog and saying, you know, that's uh, it's something I tried, 
Yeah. And in our Culture Vulturing episode, one of the things that I, I talked about was that white women love brown women who shake their ass, brown women who don't wear a lot of clothes. Uh, they love... They like uh, to put on our sass and then take it off at the end of the day. And then since we taped that episode, Lizzo became an amazing thing. Lizzo's yeah. a big deal now. Um, and so, you know, it didn't stop. You no. Know, it, Actually, there's a new term for it. I think culture vulture is, is now becoming a little dated. There's a new term for it on Instagram called uh, blackfishing. Yeah. Have you heard Black of this? Blackfishing. Have you heard of this? Explain the, the term. So uh, blackfishing is when a white person, usually a white woman, um, purposefully remains ethnically ambiguous um, on Instagram, never actually saying or not saying that they are of another As race. If, like bait. And, yeah. and they tan themselves, um, they get butt injections, um, put on a black affect, essentially posing as a biracial woman, usually going for the affections of black men. And um, Trump says we got caught for orange fishing. <laughs> Not quite the same thing because he really if is If you orange. haven't seen the picture of him in full glorious makeup Don't. that only is perfectly a round circle on his face, wow. don't ever do it because you can't unsee it. it <laughs> Yeah, um, but um, but blackfishing black is this fishing. blackfishing okay. is this new thing. Um, the Kardashians have done it for a long time. Ariana Grande, <laughs> oh sure, has they been accused it. of it. They kind of pioneered it. Oh yeah, Ariana um, Grande. I mean, come on, Grande, and she's Italian. She's not. She's not Latin. Well, I mean, that that is Latin in and, Europe. And there are pictures she's where Latina. she's gotten progressively darker. Yeah. So um, now people have been like going back to people's earlier Instagram feeds and like outing people as blackfishers. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's 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 gotten worse, and the technology has gotten better. Yeah, the technology to be able to blackfish. Yes, um, yeah. as far as like uh, plastic surgery. So I mean, the thing the thing that <laughs> the thing that I found disgusting about it in the uh, the first or the second episode of, of White Women was the way Cardi B was fawned over, um, and what struck me as as wrong about it. Initially, I was mad at Cardi B. Yeah. And I was calling her outrageous shit like, uh, like a Latina Sambo. And, <laughs> uh, which, obviously, you know, in with debates with, uh, with Gaius and Diane, they set me right. And uh, instead, I stopped hating her. I started hating the game. Because she's... If you listen to her, she's earnest, she's honest, she's being herself but also 100% she, the whole time. She does what we all want her to do, which is she acknowledges her own light skin privilege a lot and has definitely tried to, instead of, like the way that Miley Cyrus puts black women in her videos, kind of use their authenticity, she tries to, I think, put um, darker skinned women on, a, on more of a platform. Right, and she uh, went and got into politics, but she did it. Uh, responsibly, yeah. I'm looking at you, Kanye. Uh, <laughs> and so she came in, and 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 she made learning about po politics cooler. Yeah. yeah, she brought that to a bunch of people that uh, one would think generally would reject that kind of thing, mm -hmm. um, or ha have been traditionally disenfranchised, and the anti-intellectualism that that we know in our urban communities. Uh, that really and, I mean, pervasive she's not, throughout America. But she's yeah. not perfect, but I feel like she's definitely a good example for somebody who's trying to work through the murky yeah. waters of 
race relations. Right. So instead, we focused our uh, we focused our attention on the uh, the gays, <laughs> the gays of white people, the gays of white women specifically on Cardi B, that um, they love to put on the ratchet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they love to play it. They love to quote it. They love to oh, and then take it off whenever they fucking feel like it. And lo and behold, there in it goes. The, in the words, then of, Miley Cyrus takes it off. Yes, and in the words of Charlemagne the God, Miley Cyrus swears she ratchet pussy, and she not. And, and he like, called it. <laughs> yeah, she's like Walmart pussy. Yeah, <laughs> no, nothing ratchet about it. She's corporate pussy. <laughs> So, um, anyway, uh, we, we did talk about that. And um, speaking of, you know, this moment in uh, sexualizing um, brown women, mm-hmm. the Super Bowl halftime show happened. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a where good one. Where the lightest brown possible. <laughs> you mean, well, here's one of the things I, I've kind of observed in our discussions of race is that you don't have to be a white woman to act like a white woman. That <laughs> as much as they can try to put on blackness, other people can also put on whiteness. So, of course, when, you know, there's a picket line at the NFL and we finally, finally might have a chance of weaning America off the crack that is football, who crosses the picket line? Jay-Z, and two white passing Latinas. Right. So, right. I mean, I wasn't going to watch the show. I now, mean, Big Boy already crossed. He, yeah, I was really <laughs> sad about that, too. But I, I, I just don't understand it. And then there was uh, somebody else who, had, who was talking about The it. black guy in Maroon 5. <laughs> <laughs> There's a black guy in Maroon What's 5? What's his name? PJ Morgan. He's actually was famous and was black famous before he joined Maroon he was black. Famous. He was black famous. So oh, okay. this was his. He had his own. But I, I mean, what what instrument does he play? He's a keyboardist. He's a keyboardist. He, he replaced the other guy. They added him. Oh, but I'm just saying. I feel like I don't know if he has the option of opting out if like the rest of the band. But anyway, contractually, he probably didn't make that decision. But he yeah. defended it. But like, okay, he was well, asked then, yeah, about he it. Goes back. So he let's ca- see. He carried so the water. Back to trash people again. We have. White women or white passing women in this case, uh, light skinned Beyonce and uh, Jay Z. Mm-hmm. So uh, what's funny is that last uh, last season, I was like looking at our 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 people that we were putting on trial, and it was always black dudes <laughs> and white women. And Louis C.K., which is Hungarian Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know, I keep trying to not have the 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 conversation go there but come on what, well, what the to hell to be guys? fair the halftime show did at least offend one white person enough to start a lawsuit oh it yes. offended, yes. So, it offended yeah. a lot of so, white yeah, so, people right. yeah. <laughs> so if i'm gonna be perfectly honest i had one opinion it before i saw the show in danger. and so, then i had a different opinion so after if I saw you the haven't show. heard if you haven't heard white people went uh and lost their shit um they say it's because the hypersexuality of it uh, I thought it was the giant really, Puerto Rican flag in the children in really, cages, personally. It's not the hypersexuality of it. It's the hypersexualidad of it, okay? <laughs> so it's it's because of the fact that they're Latinas, because of the fact that J-Lo had the Puerto Rican flag, which most of Americans believe is another country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, could I ask real quick? Um, sure. Do we know 
how much uh, J-Lo and Shakira were paid? Actually, um, as far as I know, paid. they're generally not paid at oh, all. Oh, wow. Okay. When you do, when you, do you are asked exposure. to do, yeah, you do it for exposure. When oh. you are asked to do the Super Bowl, it is an unpaid gig. It is an honor, I suppose. Yeah. Well, they, they okay. look at it as you're getting more than our fucking uh, X, amount, X amount of millions dollar 30 second spots. But to You're getting fi- more than that. This yeah. is an incredible ad for your, and Shakira has a, an album coming out or it just dropped. Um, so she's got a brand new album uh, to put out. And, you know, J-Lo's always got something she fucking got a going. J-Lo was supposed to be nominated for an Oscar. Well, to yeah, be that's fair. why she brought the stripper pole out because she's like, you know, I'll be damned if I, I did six months of stripper pole lessons and not be able to use it in the middle of the halftime show. But she did use it in the middle of the halftime show. But to be fair, the last couple of years, artists have definitely used Super Bowl halftime show to be a platform for politics. So... Um, this year it was J-Lo and Shakira who weren't just shaking their ass, but they were shaking their ass in a very historically Afro-Cuban way. So Yeah, um, Shakira did not have one this blonde a- in the bunch. Yeah. Every one of her backup dancers was brown. I mean, most of them were got to be wigs. I mean, they had salsa going on, but, but they, they had a lot brown, of African dancing. They were brown, big hair. Too. Yeah, so there was that. Then there was um, uh, Beyonce's uh, Black Panther-inspired... Mm-hmm. Uh, whole set. But that was before the picket. That was before, mm-hmm. so I, I'm, I'm not in there. But it did piss off some <laughs> white people. <laughs> also it did, it did but so so they, yeah. That offended white people, and then there was Prince so, but, you know, wildly gesticulating. So before the picket, before we even, way. I mean, you know, they were there. Yeah. Uh, also, because he produces the show. So Jay-Z, I feel like white people have been constantly offended by halftime shows since, oh, I mean, they're pretty just, much since Janet you know, They Jackson. talk about us yeah, as snowflakes. Yeah. They talk about us as snowflakes yeah. and they talk about triggering and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's a fucking Donald Jr.'s, the name of Donald Jr.'s uh, uh, you know, book, uh, Triggered. triggered yeah. um, and they talk about us being triggered, but they are just watching like, let one of these black people, like, <laughs> let one of these black people eyeball the, the, the video camera and I'll be like, why are you eyeballing me? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? They're ready to be mad. And so Jay-Z and his family sat during the national anthem. Now, we might have thought, hey, maybe he's listening nope, to us. No, nope, no, I'm not falling for it again. Maybe, maybe they're like, you know what? Maybe it isn't over. Maybe Cap was right. And then when asked about it, Jay-Z said that, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, we weren't protesting. Um, like, what, I, we didn't hear it or we didn't notice or, or whatever, or blah, blah, blah. So he could have been handed points to get back into the cookout. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, don't need your points. We're Wait, good. Dan, what's the line you kept quoting? Like, what do you want from me? I'm sorry. What, was <laughs> that? I'm sorry. Yeah. what do you want me to do? I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay, that was the worst Jay-Z impression. What do you want me to do? I'm sorry. Yeah, there it goes. Um, but yeah, that's one of his uh, famous ad libs. But uh, the whole thing is really confusing because... One, there's first, a l- first, you know it's the national anthem. It's not no matter yeah, what fucking lounge you're in, and like you, Demi Lovato singing. It wasn't even like it was like some unknown that they brought. Like yeah, it was a big deal. Also, Listen, everyone else yeah. is those standing. chicken those chicken fingers are not that good. Yeah. yeah, come on. So that that that's weird. I think the whole thing is confusing because, um, if did they in the moment want to do it? And then afterwards, no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry, white people. Don't take away my stuff. I can't imagine that having to deal with NFL people on, on a daily basis, even the most kind of Uncle Tom-ish people, 
don't like to deal with racism on a day-to-day basis. So I have no idea what's going on inside their day-to-day. But I do know that there's a lot easier ways to make a buck. The NFL said, Jay, Jay were you protesting that? No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. We, we wasn't protesting. But that's the thing. He won't commit to either side. He's not going to go full Uncle Ruckus, but he's also <laughs> yes. not going to stand. I mean, he's 2020 Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> I guess so. He's just... He, He's just, I guess, trying to make a. Buck. No, he's more like 2020 Tom Dubois. Kanye okay, is Uncle yeah, Ruckus. Okay. I like that. He's, he's Tom Dubois. Kanye may say some crazy <laughs> shit, but it's at least honest. <laughs> and so, I hate but, Usher. But, but, um, but what I was trying to say, though, is when I heard the announcement that J-Lo and Shakira had agreed to be part of the halftime show, the first thing I thought of was, of course, you cross the picket line, you traitorous mofos. But then after watching the actual show, that show was definitely designed to piss off Midwestern white people. Yeah. That was. It full on was. So they it got, full on they was, got so. triggered because, yeah. <laughs> they were I mean, intended to be So triggered. Shakira, who has uh, in... in on the coast of Colombia, uh, there is a heavy Arabic influence. Yeah. There are a lot of people who are Arabs um, of Arab uh, descent. Cornicas de una muerte pronunciada, which is one of uh, Gabriel Garcia Marquez's uh, most famous novels. Really short novel. It was about Santiago Nazar. Nazar is absolutely a straight 100% uh, uh, uncut. Uh, She's uh, light skinned, but her, so her name is Shakira, which is an Arab name. It's always her been Arabic, Afro Caribbean. Her father is basically uh, 100% Lebanese. Yeah. And so she went and did the, uh, I don't know what the term for it is, but she did the like yodel thing. Oh, not, yeah. Not her tongue. traditional yodel, the like tongue one. The la, 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 la. She did that right into the camera. Yeah. Which is like, Different country's flag, and yeah. she's doing the she's doing the Muslim Salute. war cry. Yeah. This is a family yeah. show. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I was, I mean, I was a little, I was, I was a little teary eyed. But nothing, but honestly, though, nothing is more American than a stripper pole. I gotta say, that's <laughs> true. But uh, anyway, by the way, it's gonna be in the, in the Olympics shape soon. Of a gun. The stripper pole <laughs> is gonna be in the Olympics soon, and I think the United States can do well. Oh, absolutely. There's gonna be a lot of you know. I don't Amazing. know. I think Colombia would feel a pretty good Columbia's team. Colombia's doing good. <laughs> um, the, the Cirque du Soleil people always have a stripper pole in what they're doing. So uh, Canada's going to do really well in that event. It's going to be great. Um, another thing that we want to talk about, uh, throwback. Not, not that distant of a throwback. Throwback to the very last time we were in this room one week ago. Uh, and so throwback to the Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren podcast. Uh, most of you are going to hear this, uh, hear that podcast um, a couple weeks before Super Tuesday. You're going to hear this one the week right before Super Tuesday. Um, and so, uh, but we did want to talk about uh, Iowa. Iowa happened. Uh, and did it really? <laughs> I feel it. like it's still happening, yeah. maybe. Um, so uh, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of stuff in there. Iowa happened. As I predicted, Biden finished fourth. Um, and the center lane is disintegrating. Uh, it's It looks like it's Buttigieg's uh, to lose at this yeah. point. Um, unless, of course, Biden can do really well in South Carolina, which it looks like... Pretty good. 
I mean, in the polling, he's got like a 30% lead uh, amongst uh, African-American voters. Yes. Which, you know, black people love uh, Joe Biden, which you're going to hear about in the Biden and Buttigieg uh, podcast uh, that you should have, that, that, that listen to when it comes out, should come out a little bit after this one. So a um, couple days after this TBT. Anyway, um, the, uh, the, so first place was in between uh, Sanders and Buttigieg, uh, though, you know, uh, Iowa really fucked up. In counting votes. In counting votes. Well, not even votes. Counting people standing in Precincts. corners. No, I mean, yeah. hey, I mean listen. caucuses are ridiculous. One thing we've learned is that we should kill the caucuses. Well, okay. So, but, uh, hey, at New least York- they're counting the votes as opposed to the Republicans who just make shit up. <laughs> well, well any, right. all right. So, if any anyone who's been voting knows, who are the poll workers? The poll workers are like you have to be like sixty minimum. Yeah. Okay. Mm. You're it's, retired. Already. It's sixty to eighty year old you're, you're working at the working. polls. Yeah. Sure. And then the coolest thing in the world now is to hand them a tablet and go, now this is how you're going to do everything. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they did yeah. that in New York yeah. uh, this last time around. And what you think would happen happened. The poll workers did not know how to use the tablets. And uh, there was massive problems in New York. The only thing is in New York you can go around it. And ultimately the the tablets were only used for the weird things, for affidavit votes, for, for all of these other kinds of things. Regular voting was done through the machine, and it went fine. Iowa went, you know... Full app. Went basically. full retard, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh. I didn't mean that. I, I mean, I did, and I didn't. Uh, I apologize, well, it was a, I'll offset that. It was a movie that. reference, so maybe it's a little <laughs> less... <laughs> yes, they went, they went full Tropical Thunder. Uh, and so they went whole hog, whole hog, that's very Iowa. Yeah. They went whole hog with the tablet, and uh, you know what everybody knew would happen happened, which is seventy year old white people uh, don't know how to use uh, tablets and apps and whatever. And the app had coding problems itself, um, but there was a revolt. One of these old people who was pra- playing with it and practicing with said, "Not going to use it. Nope." Not gonna use wow. it. I'm just gonna call in, and you should. You guys should too. Don't use it. Call in, and so another thing that's hyped. coming out is now there's allegations that Trump supporters crashed that that hotline. Yeah, that they called in the hotline uh, while this was going on to crash the hotline to make sure to make like Iowa not happen. Or something. I mean, I, I don't just know what gasped, they think it would I'm, do. Color me not surprised. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I listen. This is unsubstantiated, unresearched. This is what I heard. Yes. But you, you've worked campaigns before. I mean, it proves how screwed up our entire election system is. E- yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of these weird things that high tech uh, ends up being not as good as low tech. Yeah. And uh, in, in and me way. as a tech person, it's easier would agree. to. Yeah. Like, I don't want. It's easier to our hack election. Based. Yeah, yeah, it's it's easy because because yeah. it's easier to hack and because Russia as a country exists. Yes. So um, anyway, uh, it happened. It, it ended up being that Buttigieg uh, won by a hair, which in ninety percent white uh, Midwest, Buttigieg should fucking win. You know, all of the other people. I mean, the only Say other Midwesterner there, Buttigieg. Uh, yeah. Yeah. See. 
until this pod, I really had no idea yeah, how to the, pronounce it. From the first G to the last G, it's just like chich. So you think someone with a chich in their last name is going to win the Midwest? I mean, Barack Hussein Obama won president, so I. Well, you know. he's a miracle. That's different. But, <laughs> but, Listen, but white miracles too. I mean, you have to also think like a lot of Midwest people come from other countries. There's a lot of like but, Polish but, last but, names yeah. and everything. But else my point, my point is, my point is that. If They're more shocked when they later realize that he's actually gay. Like, there were people that they interviewed oh my that gosh. still didn't know he was gay he's when gay? they voted for him. He's gay? He's Are you married. one of those people? I had no idea. He's gay I had no married. idea how to pronounce his name. I only read I was kind of shocked now. that you were harping on the last name thing. I was like, no, him being gay is clearly, like, the weirder thing. Guys, oh, there is wow. a glorious... Yeah, no guys, idea. you have to listen to the Buttigieg Well, thank you for proving my point. I, you have to listen yeah. to the Buttigieg and Biden uh, yeah. podcast because... Here we have it. We have Di- uh, Diane <laughs> totally unprepared. There, there so is a gonna glorious be, video. It's going to be great. Yes. <laughs> and if I'm going to if I if I'm going to be the Greek chorus of this thing, I got to be like you, most Americans. You committed to it and I just mean, read I, headlines. I, yeah. But well, you know uh, what, Diane? This is why we have Diane. <laughs> there is literally actual videotape yeah. of a Budicic caucuser. Yeah. A Caucasian. Caucuser. There we go. A Caucasian a caucus caucuser, caucuser. A Buttigieg caucuser who, when she found out after her vote was counted, when she found out that he was gay, said, can I take my vote back? Yeah. <gasps> On camera. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah it's... On camera. And stood there for like two minutes uh, haggling with the And they're like, nope, you can't. (laughs) The minute I saw a camera in my face, I would have been like, "Uh, I'm stupid, I'm leaving, bye. Uh, But she she stood her ground. uh, Sorry for even using that term, but you know what I mean. So if anybody ever asks, why why do you have Diane on there? She's totally unprepared. First of all, most of y'all love Diane. But to the people who go, what's the point of having someone unprepared? That's the point. Yeah. Because a lot of the arguments that we would miss gloss over because we, you know, whatever, we get to dive into those. And it's talk really about boring things. if we all agree. <laughs> and and for the record, I, I do believe in something that I like to call the great conversation, meaning that there are points that whether I agree with them or not are important to be argued. And we try to 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 help you guys do the work. Um, I yeah, know- half the thing we're doing is half to st- half half of what we're doing is talking about dumb shit, so you know how to answer somebody talking about dumb shit. Because half the time, someone will say some real wild shit, and you're like, I don't even know what to say to this person. <laughs> yeah, you don't. And then that's when the conversation that's just kind of breaks down. <laughs> and the thing is, we we shouldn't honestly, uh, we shouldn't uh, discriminate against people who are ignorant. Because the truth is that they make up most of this country. They are a giant voting block. And then also, ignorance isn't a reflection on, on your intelligence, but more so a reflection on the fact that most people work 40 to 60 to 70 hours a week, don't have time to sit there and be academics on their off time while they're trying to take care of Absolutely. their families and, that, and that's, children. That's a big problem. So sometimes, with, you know... It's a big problem with the, the, the disconnect between the left and the right, because the left can't help but talk smugly down to the right. Absolutely. Uh, They can't help but say awful things like calling them deplorables. They can't help but roll their eyes, you know, suck their teeth, and act totally disrespectful to someone who has a point of view. A point of view that maybe you dismiss offhand. A point of view that um, that you that you suspect 
is steeped in either racism, misogyny, blah, blah, blah. However, maybe they don't see that yet. Yeah. And maybe, maybe they want to see it. Maybe they want to have that explained to them. But when the person who is explaining it to them is treating them like a big old dummy, they're not necessarily going to identify with whatever thing, whatever's going to come out of your mouth after you talk to them like they're a child. So, you know, again, you know, this is one of the, one of the things that, that one of the influences of this podcast is Jay Smooth's, uh, you know, early ill doctrine work where he's <laughs> talking about, you know, don't call a racist a racist. That's a conversation ender. Say what you said was racist. And let me explain, Yeah, you know, because that keeps them in the conversation long enough for them to examine what they've said or what their position is about uh, and ask questions. You know, on TV, everybody sees the coup de grace. Everybody sees on the on the witness stand when someone goes, I, I guess maybe it could have happened that way. And no, no, no well, that's not well, what happens. No, there's, nothing, there's nothing cool about being wrong. So instead of having discussions where people's minds can get changed, people are so afraid of looking stupid that they close themselves off to yeah. information. Sometimes it's more effective to, to let them in on what you know and then let that let that ruminate let that sit there yeah. let that sit there in their brain and in the next conversation half the time you'll see hey they're halfway toward, towards you because they did work on their own they thought about what you'd said they looked at your resources blah 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 but if you treat them like shit they're not going to do any of that work yeah Absolutely. i kind of wish now i hadn't told diane that he was gay i wanted to <laughs> we would have waited get into the whole episode and then <laughs> let let that drop later as to see what she says about him when she thinks he's a straight white guy <laughs> oh no no don't worry i still have wild wild opinions about that too um the other thing the the other thing that um to bring up as far as like the whole issue of like ignorance and stuff like that but there's also another reason why people remain ignorant and i think that's going to be a major game changer in they this want year's to. Of, well, no, not just that, but I know for me, I had to kind of distance myself from watching the news for mental health reasons because a hyper-vigilant, hyper-aware, well-informed Diane was not a better uh, citizen. <laughs> definitely not a happy person. <laughs> well, definitely wasn't well, happy. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. That's, the, that's the, the, the mis, I guess, nomer about the news. It's not about informing you. It's about entertaining you. Yeah. Um, it's about entertaining you, and it's also there's about a perverse scaring incentive. You. Yeah, there's a perverse incentive to scare or titillate um, rather than inform. Information is boring. Well, also, it leads to, I think, uh, an oversaturation of, of fear because I know a lot of high-functioning, intelligent, academic people who have really gotten, you know, worked over by, by the 24-hour news. Yeah. Don't by, watch by the, the news. 20, yeah, it's the not 24-hour cool. news cycle. It's yeah. a constant state of emergency 24-7. Yeah. But then that leads to nihilism. It leads to apathy. Yes. It leads to just killing. I mean, I think your I think the, the lesson is um, take it for the information that's imparted in it, but know that you are. They're trying to program you. They're trying to scare you. They're trying to uh, create it. They're clickbaiting. There's clickbait all over. So clickbait is on the news. Clickbait is not just an online thing um, that they're trying to do stuff like that. So. I think uh, our, we're good here for this uh, throwback uh, Thursday. Obviously, there's going to be a lot more discussion of the 2020 election. Pretty much every week, we're going to have a little something. If there's news, something happens, somebody says something stupid, um, we'll be there with it. And also, don't forget to nominate 
of people to put on trial or any topics that you think we should be covering at binge click on you Instagram. may think that we're bullshitting about this that we already have uh you know all of the uh, other uh, 14 episodes that we have left planned out we literally do not we know yeah, we what, no the, what we know what the <laughs> next one is and that's it uh and so um you know there's plenty of stuff to think about if you want to uh, uh edge us towards one way or another you want us to look into something you want us to um discuss a, a topic uh, with a different concept than maybe than maybe we've done, um, we're open to that. So, um, you know, hit us up uh, and let us know what you want us to talk about. Um, so, um, listen to the uh, episode and uh, go out there and be about shit. 